be like saying, Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! Praise the Lord! My burden rolled away. It's like a sigh of relief. And that's just what it is, isn't it? When you get saved from sin and your burden of guilt rolls away, it's just like a wonderful, heavenly sigh of relief. How wonderful to be free from the cares of this life and this world and to be wonderfully lifted up into heavenly places with Jesus Christ. It's wonderful when you go around and see the folk in Fleetwood and Blackpool, they're in, so supposedly enjoying themselves. You know, they haven't got any idea of what real life is. They've never tasted of this real life. They, they're trying to enjoy themselves with burdens, uh, with fears and doubts. But how wonderful to be amongst that company of the redeemed who can truly say, praise the Lord, my burden rolled away. It's wonderful, you know, because as you think how many folk there are in the world today, and you weigh up just how many there are here tonight, and how many Christians you know personally, you know, uh, it's um, just a drop in the bucket, really, as compared with um, those that don't know him, and how privileged we are. It's wonderful. I believe in these days many more are going to come to know Jesus, because he's so wonderful. He's so precious. He's so real. He's the answer to the longing soul. Hallelujah. And you know, men and women today are longing for reality. They're searching for it. Young folk everywhere are searching after it. They're not always searching in the right places. But thank God, the search is on like it's never been before, I believe. There's a seeking in this world today after something more than just an ordinary life. And praise God, you and I have a golden opportunity to live for Jesus, to let Jesus live in us, and to manifest his love and his joy and his peace in our lives. Well, praise God. It's wonderful to be here again and to be enjoying fellowship together. Bless the Lord. We've got two folk with us, and uh, they've been sitting on the front row all week, and... Um, I don't know whether they thought they were going to be sitting there till the end of the convention, but I want them to come and give you a word of testimony, tell you how God is blessing them. It's not always what people do in meetings or say, you know, but um, sometimes it's just in the person themselves. And I want to say our brother has been a blessing to me just to see him around. He doesn't know that, but to see his smiling face and to see him just around. I look out of my window about quarter to nine every morning, that's on the second floor, uh, to get, um, you know, a, a shave. It's all right, Josie, love. You guess who it is, but you'll be back in a minute. Um, I look out of my window to have a shave, as while well, I'm shaving, and I see this brother uh, taking his dog uh, onto, across the uh, road and onto the uh, beach there. And, um, you know, I think to myself, well, he's surely got a wonderful smile for, for that time in the morning. Sometimes I feel a bit deadbeat. You know, feel like anything like smiling, but he's there waving to these folks sitting on the wall and doesn't know I'm watching it, but I was watching all this. So you see, it's nice just to be yourself this way, isn't it? And I want our brother um, to come and have a little word with you. All the way from Scunthorpe, give him a clap. <clears throat> well, I'm not much for speaking, uh, but uh, Roy mentioned uh, me and my dog. You see, me and my dog's got something in common. We love each other. And uh, this is the reason that we're here, gathered here together tonight. Not just we're after a good time, but we love each other, don't we? We think about each other, we're fond of each other. 
and with one thing all in common, and that is the love for our Saviour. And I was talking to Brother Chris, who was my brother-in-law, if you didn't know, today, and I we was just saying, well, isn't it nice amongst families, even when there's love amongst relations, because you know what relations is like, without me emphasising, and our family and Chris's family were here as relations, but as a, as a family that's knitted together with something. We've got, we've got something in common, haven't we? We've got love for each other. And, you know, about relations, you know, it's nice, isn't it, to think, well, you're friendly even with relations, isn't it? And, uh, you know, me, me and my old brother Chris here, the, the more we see of each other, the more we love each other. You know, we don't get fed up of each other's company. And, uh, you know, I was saying today to brother Chris, well, when Paul got saved, he seemed to get a, 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 a mighty salvation. And with, you know, Wesley, he, he did, and, uh, and uh, Pinney and uh, Spurgeon and all these. But, you know, to them, that was their salvation. But mine's never been nothing spectacular, but, it, but it's my salvation. And, and I wouldn't swap mine for, for Pinney's or Spurgeon's. He had something just, you know, particularly in heaven, that he put into my heart, and, and it, it, it's something that just tells me that I, that I know. And I was talking to my wife, who was dived out <laughs> the other night, and uh, we was talking about, uh, as a matter of fact, her brother who was just going to be with the Lord, and she was upset, and uh, she was talking, and it's these times, you know, when it tries your faith. And, and she says, well, you know, it's only by faith that we accept this. She was a bit mixed up. But I, I sat there and I, and I thought, well, you know, there's nothing in the Bible, really, that would convince me. There's nothing that folks tell me that, that would convince me. But it, it's the Spirit of God that witnesses with, with my spirit. And it tells me. I've no need to read it. I've no need to be reminded of it, to point it out and say, well, look, brother, if you do this, if you do that, if you do the other... It's mine, it's something that, that I've got, it's dwells within. Anyway, as I say, I'm not much for talking. The Lord bless you all. I've enjoyed every minute that I've been with you all. And let's hope that we're going to enjoy a lot more together. God bless you. Amen. Bless the Lord. Give him a clap, that was lovely. Bless the Lord. Amen. Well, it's not in all, always in the fine words, is it? That bless my soul. Oh, particularly that bit about having the witness... His spirit bearing witness with our spirit. My word. It's wonderful, isn't it? The truth and the reality that there is in that when you can truly say that the spirit of God bears witness with your recreated spirit. Well, Josie's gone out. We haven't got Josie, but we do have a sister who's been entertaining us all on the piano all week. And uh, I want Connie to come and have a little word with you. Come on, Connie. Come on, just come and have a little word. Come on. Give her a clap anyway. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless God. Well, anyway, if we've, we've been blessed by Connie playing the piano, haven't we? Praise God. You know, no need to be shy this way because the more we look on this, as Roland said, as a family gathering, you know, there's one thing about relations. Well, I find it so anyway. You feel free and easy with them. Well, the right sort, anyway. You feel free and easy with your own family, don't you? And the more we can get free and easy with one another and break down every barrier, 
the sweeter and richer our fellowship will be. Well, I'll try again anyway. I'm not one of them to be defeated at every turn. Uh, we've got another sweet lady with us. She was sitting next to Josie. <laughs> Come on, Vera. Give Vera a clap. Bless the Lord. Well, Roy seems to think that everybody's like him, I think. But anyway, the Lord understands, doesn't he? And I'm grateful tonight because the Lord has saved me. I can't say very much, but anyway, I do thank the Lord that he's brought me into this glory way because to me it's so wonderful and so precious. There are so many things that would distract you, but to me this glory way is the most wonderfulest thing that's ever happened to me in all my life. You know, I don't know who it was, I think it was David Greeno last night or the night previous was talking about as having to be real uh, before we could have this liberty. And you know, that's what the Lord has done for me in this glory way. He's broken the fetters of religion and he's given me this wonderful liberty in the spirit. You know, it's wonderful to express it. But sometimes we feel this wonderful liberty that wells up within our souls. Even if we don't jump up and dance, it's a a wonderful spirit that flows through us. And it's just wonderful. And so I am thankful to say that in this glory way, the Lord has blessed me and made me so that I can love every one of you. And I do that tonight. Amen. Thank you very much. Well, I had some good news when I came in tonight. I was just in the foyer there, and uh, someone comes up to me, Oh, Henry, it's wonderful. I lost my head. Well, she said, it's wonderful. Something's happening. All through a young lady getting wonderfully saved last night. And this young lady has never, ever been on this platform before, but she's coming up tonight. Come on, Duck, tell them what God's done for you. Amen. She gave her heart to the Lord Jesus. Give her a clap. Tell them what's happened to you straight from you've never done this in your life before. Now let's hear you. In your well, own words. In my own words, I just feel marvellous. I mean, this morning I went to work, and normally I'm so nervous. I just felt marvellous. I really did. And uh, so I was a bit frightened last night when I came. But uh, when I went home and told my mother, I mean, she laughed. But there again, I, I just really felt marvellous. Something I never felt before in my life. And from now on, I'm starting to come. That's one thing I am doing. Bless you. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful testimony. We pray, Lord, you'll take our sister on from strength to strength. We pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, you'll give her a mighty baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire, and we'll use her to place forth this wonderful gospel of love and joy and peace in the Holy Ghost. For Jesus' sake, amen. Bless you, God. Where's your pal? What brought you? Where is she? Come on up here, Lord. You come and tell her what's happening. Bless you. God bless you. I can see you've had a taste again, you know. <laughs> Look at the faces. Look at them. One thing what Jesus does, it makes you good looking. It makes you happy. It's true. It does. I've seen people feeling more miserable, so heavy, so burdened when I've gone to meetings up and down the country. Next time I've seen them, you hardly knew them. 
They'd smarten themselves up, but they had a new hair doing, the face was shining, they felt good. And this is what the gospel does. Hallelujah. That's how we should be. Bright and shining lights for Jesus. Somebody who you can trust. And you're different. It says if a man is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creature. He is a new creature. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I tell you what, there's a lot of, a lot of folk in the world need to be made good looking. They do. They're burdened down with their sins, but praise God, it's only the precious blood of Jesus Hallelujah. that can cleanse us and make us clean. This, this operation of making people good-looking, it starts within. It's Amen. not what you put on the outside, uh, do this, that, the other, and dick to you, you know. It starts in here. Amen. And then when it starts in here, then you start to work out and make yourself look better. You smarten yourself up and you feel good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, come on, do, you Bless tell us, sweetheart. Bless you. I'm glad that I belong to Jesus. I've given my testimony before, so I won't go right into details now. But you're looking at somebody that used to drink, drink like a fish. I used to drink that much that I used to wake up in my own spew sometimes in the morning. And three times I tried to commit suicide. But hallelujah, praise the Lord. He found me. He pulled me out of the pit. And he saved my precious soul. And I've been on the road to glory now for nearly five years. And he's done such a great thing in my life. I've never been so happy or contented or at peace with everybody as I am now. I love everybody, each and every one of you, with a pure heart. And I love my Jesus. And I thank him that I'm able to witness one to another. And I thank him because I worked beside of Diane and the Lord made a way that was able to talk to her about the Lord and was able to bring her in last night. And I want to say that today both Diane and myself have been talking to a young lass that belongs to the glory but had been backslidden for some time, and you all, you probably do know him, it's uh, Bill and Rita's uh, niece actually, and she has promised she's coming back tomorrow here to give herself again to the Lord Jesus Christ, Amen. through us witnessing to her today. Praise the Lord, hallelujah. God bless you. Father, we thank you for that lovely testimony. Bless the Lord. And God, would you pray that you bless our sister in a special hallelujah. way right now, and take her and use her for thy glory. We pray that this one on my right will be many and one of many that won and brought to thee with their testimony. And Father, take them both and use them in that place of work they work. Use them, Lord, to place forth this wonderful gospel and deliver precious souls for Jesus' sake. Amen. Thank you, Paul, for coming. Thank you. And you know what these two have got? Everybody can have. You know, the scripture says they overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of the testimony. Everybody must have a testimony. It's the testimony that does it. I thank God he put me, filled me, and I love to shout about it. Out of abundance of the art than our speakers. It's essential for everybody to have a testimony. If you haven't a testimony, well, get one tonight. It's essential. As the world's going worse and worse, there's only one hope, and it's in the Lord Jesus Christ. We all need to be filled and have a bright, shining testimony for God. We must have it, brother. I'm fearful for those who haven't got a testimony. We must have a testimony. We must. 
We must have a testament. Thank God this jelly well works. Hallelujah. And it's Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. There's a chap over there. He's got a testimony. I just want to tell you quickly. Come on, the caretaker. Quick one, brother. Come on. This is a caretaker, the first man to get saved in this place last year. And he's never been to a meeting for 12 months. But he loves the Lord Jesus Christ. He got wonderfully saved. But bless him, he had a terrible thing to go. He's just had a lung taken out of here. But since I came this time, when I came here this time, he stood over there, his wet people around him. He come up to me and says, bless you, Henry, and we love one another. And this is how the world's going to know that we love Jesus, because we love one another. Yeah. He wasn't ashamed to show his love. He's been skittered by different people, but he doesn't care. He's received something wonderful from God. I told you I'm mad. And I want you to tell me how you feel since you got saved, brother. I feel champion. And... Uh... I've everybody here to thank for it. Thirteen, well, over thirteen weeks ago, same as I told you the other night, I didn't care if I died. But I went home, and I think everybody, honestly speaking, you don't need to believe in the Lord, but if you were ever bad, it's the first thing you do. You pray to the Lord, and I prayed... And the following day, I had a bed in hospital. And then I went through this operation, and I had to have a light job. And then I knew my friend was coming, and I seemed to buck up better still. And now I've seen him, I am I'm better altogether. But now I want to ask you a question. Are you coming back here next year? <laughs> Come on, I want an answer off you. Because I've booked this place for you next year. So don't let me down. Thank you. I said tonight when I came in, I said, have you made inquiries whether I can have this place next year? He says, no, I haven't. It's already done. Before you came. Well, I didn't know that, but he seems to insist upon it, so what can we do? So all those who want us to come along next year would like to come here and enjoy it at the blessing. Show your hands, will you? Bless the Lord. Thank you very much. Praise the Lord. But I know one thing, brothers and sisters, if we come another year, it will be packed out because there's a new move of the Spirit. There is a really new move of the spirit. People are realizing with all these things, what's happening with all this common market business, we all want to bring, bring under one control. They realize that things are moving so fast that men and women are starting to look to Jesus. He's the only hope. Never mind what government you vote, there's only one safe place. That's in the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Roy, it's yours. Let's all stand and sing. I love the old time singing, shouting, praying, preaching. I love the old time way. I love the old
Bless him. Well, you know, we were singing that chorus, my burden rolled away, my burden rolled away. You know, this is just what happens in glory meetings. You know, God's here to do business with us if we're ready to do business with God. You know, God's really in business. You know, it's said that the Jews were a, are a nation of shopkeepers. Well, I'm a spiritual-born Jew, and I keep a shop. And, uh, and, you know, it's wonderful. If you go out for God, God goes out for you. I've yet to see anybody that meant business with God come into a glory meeting and go out empty. It's true, you know, because God's real. God's real. And, you know, and everywhere we've told this gospel, I can truly say that the waves of glory have rolled. today. It's true, you know. You've all rolled in because the waves of glory started to roll when we got anointed with God uh, and we meant business with God, then somebody else meant business with God. This is how it works. God's real, brother and sister. God's real. God's really real. And, and I thank God that we've got hold of some reality. I just don't care whether we're criticized or uh, what we've done. I know we've got reality. I know we're right with God. Uh, I know it suits me. I know it's the way I want to worship. I want to worship in spirit and in truth and in the beauty of holiness. I want to be clean and thank God I am clean because his blood made me clean and I believe it. It's not what you feel, it's what you believe. It's not what you feel, it's what you believe. A little bit of faith, you know, you can come in here feeling as if, uh, feeling terrible, but a little bit of faith and, and, and immediately God lifts you into heavenly places. Just a little bit of faith and God will lift you into heavenly places tonight. Oh, it's wonderful. You know, I feel just like Isaiah tonight. I keep wanting to shout, come by, come by, come by. I do, you know. I just feel like saying, oh, come by. And that's what, uh, you know, this is what ought to be the cry tonight. It ought to be the cry of every believer to offer out what you've got to the world. Come by. Oh, brother and sister, if you've got a real experience, if you've got a real testimony, it's worth uh, inviting anybody else to have it. But you've got to have it yourself first. You've got to have it yourself first. You can't sell the goods until you've tasted them. You can't sell the goods until you've tried them. You can't sell the goods until you really know them. And I thank God that wherever we've told this testimony, the waves of glory have truly rolled. Oh, everyone, everyone that thirsteth. And I thank God that I got a thirst on my soul and I really wanted something real. And I thank God that it wasn't a disappointer. And you know, it wasn't for 20 years ago or 40 years ago. I thank God I've still got a thirst on my soul and I thank God he's still pouring the living waters through me. You know, God has given us of his fullness. Everyone that thirsts, if you're thirsting and you haven't reached satisfaction in God, I want to tell you, I don't care where you look, whether it's to your husband or to your family or to your friends or to goods in this world, you'll never find satisfaction outside of Jesus Christ because Jesus is real, is the real creator, is a real living life person and he comes and 
he possesses this body only if you will. And I thank God uh, what you buy with is your will. You don't buy. He says, come by without money and without price. I thank God uh, that you can't buy it with these filthy things. You can't buy it with such carnal things. But I thank God uh, as you yield and surrender. You w- and I want to tell you this. Uh, not only do you surrender your will at uh, salvation, uh, you're surrendering your will continually through your Christian life. Uh, this is the price. Uh, Jesus says, uh, I delight to do thy will. I came to do the will of the Father. And you know, this is it. Uh, every time you come to a meeting and put something else on one side, uh, every time you go and do something for God uh, or yield to God, uh, you're surrendering your will. And this is a sacrifice which is well pleased in. I tell you, folk have a battle. They, they have a battle to get to glory meetings because they're going to get something real on the soul that will last for eternity. I tell you, you can't tell others until you get a real anointing. Oh, the God would pour out the Holy Ghost on every believer that it makes the tongues a flame of fire. This is what we want to feed on. Not this half-baked, half-soaked, oh, if anything boils me. I'd just like to see men and women who are etting up when they're going. There's a time to relax in God, but there's a time to go. There's a time to let your yay be yay. This, this are, oh, well, I think I shall. I think I ought to do. Oh, brother and sister, it's your eternal salvation that matters more than your meat and drink. It matters more than your family. It matters more than anything else in the world. It's to work out your own salvation. Oh, this so great salvation. Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. To be called and to be chosen. I tell you, it's a honor. I tell you, this place should be packed and packed and packed again. And I would to God that it would supply a red hot Holy Ghost ministry every day. But I tell you this, it takes your life. It takes your life. You just wore out. But you know, there should be fresh flames going in. There should be fresh flames going in. There should be fresh, uh, fresh, fresh ones jumping in. the ministry. I tell you, no other ministry will do for this day but a Holy Ghost ministry. Anointed and you can have it, but I tell you, you buy it. You buy it with your will. Jesus always comes to us and gives us a choice. What will we do with it? What will we do? He doesn't want your money. Not in that sense. He doesn't want it. What he wants is a man's will. He wants a man's will. He wants your time. He wants you. This is the price. If you look through the scriptures, every man and woman that has surrendered the will to God, I tell you, there's been something moving. There's been something moving right from the day of Pentecost. Right from the day of Pentecost. You know, the best appointment to make is an appointment with Jesus. The best appointment you can ever make uh, is a continual appointment to get something on your soul somewhere, something of the Spirit. Oh, that we might be clothed upon with with this blessing. I tell you, it's real. It's real. I know it's real. I know it's real. I know it works. Uh, I know it works, brother and sister. But I know this lukewarm half-and-half business uh, will never work. Uh, God's not satisfied. He says, I will spew them out of my mouth. God's not satisfied. You're not satisfied. And the people aren't satisfied. 
Oh, but let's have something to enjoy. Let's have something. This, I believe, you know, God has started something that we can enjoy to the full, which we can't feed our souls with, with scenery. We can't feed our souls on, 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 on going places. That doesn't feed your soul, brother and sister. It's every word by the Spirit that comes. We feed on hidden manna. We must have this hidden manna. We must have this hidden manna. We must have this hidden manna to feed the church in these days. We, you know, the ordinary manna, it's all right, but you go in and you come out and it never touches your soul. You know, I should weep my heart out if God didn't touch my soul and I didn't feel something. I should, I should be a man most miserable. I should be a most miserable just to be in existence. It's horrible. Eating and drinking. Going to work. Coming home. Looking after the children and going back again and, and doing the same thing week after week. God never made us for that. God never made us for that. He made us for himself to enjoy richly Oh, this fellowship. Oh, this fellowship. Oh, this fellowship. Oh, this fellowship. Will you put your shoulder to the wheel to the church of God? I can hear the voice. I can hear the cry of Jesus. And he's looking and searching for men. For men and women who really, really mean business. I tell you, the business doesn't start outside of the shop. It starts right in my soul. It starts right in my soul. It starts right in your soul, brother and sister. You can't, you can't work this up from outside. It's men and women getting experience for themselves with God, not leaving God until they're satisfied. Hallelujah, if any man will open unto me. Hallelujah. I would to God, you know, there's only you can open up to God. Only you can open up to God. And I want to tell you, every time you open up to God, somebody else knows it. Somebody, it's not long before somebody else will know it. When you open up to God, I tell you there's something new done. It gives you something new. It gives you something real. It gives you strength and blessing in his spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brother and sister, there's more to go for. There's more to go for. There's more to go for. Everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters and drink. Come ye by wine and milk without money and without price. You can't buy this precious, precious thing with such carnal things. You can't buy it by bribe. You can't buy it by good works. You can't buy it at all. It's just a surrender to God. But I tell you, it's wonderful. Amen. Oh, it's wonderful. Yes. Take the world but give me Jesus. Hallelujah. Take the world, but give you Jesus. I thank God that my eyes have been opened. I thank God that he, he shows me things. I thank God that these spiritual eyes have been opened to the truths of God, to the blessings of God. This thing, these things are hidden from the wise and the prudent. But I thank God it's the simplicity of your faith and your action that, that, that God honors. That's it, the simplicity. He's hid these things. Many prophets, have many, I've said this many times, many prophets have desired to see the things that ye see and have not been able. Many prophets in the Old Testament, you know, it says uh, uh, um, that John, 
that the, the least in the kingdom, the least in the kingdom of God is greater than John. Do you know why? Because John was not under the new covenant because Jesus had not yet died. He never came in to this because it had never happened. Pentecost, the, the, the outpouring of heaven had never taken place before John died. John hadn't got the privilege. He, he, he get his reward according to the Old Testament rewards, according to the Jewish things that are given out. But I tell you, we're greatly privileged. The least in this kingdom is greater than John. And John was a mighty man for God. Brother and sister, we are privileged. We're privileged to be born again of the Spirit of God. We're privileged to be in this, in this day. Do you know, Paul, if Paul had been here in this day, he'd have been jumping over nine edges Amen. because of the, the, the so near return of Jesus Christ. And I do, the only thing I pray for is that, that people who have come in here this week, they won't go home with an empty soul. They'll know that they're born again of the Spirit of God. They'll know that they're entering in. They'll know that they're right. They'll feel right. They are right. They look right. And they know what it's all about. It's essential because the day is so short. This is the only thing that I'm concerned about. Not concerned about anything else, only that men and women might know and have an eternal salvation. Hallelujah.
grievously bad sins. And I, I used to just laugh about it when Chris used to point them out to me, you know. I used to just laugh at him. Was, well, I don't know. The precious blood of Jesus yeah. cleansed me from Amen. those sins. Now, a lot of people say, I, I mean, I, I know I was a hell's angel and this, that, and but it doesn't matter what you are, because I thank God, because it doesn't matter what you are, Jesus can save you, no yeah. matter where you are. And looking around, you know, I, I, I find out one thing, and it seems to me that the worse you are, the more you enjoy this salvation. Yeah. It's true, it's true. Where's, 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 where's Dougie? Where's Dougie? I mean, look at him. Dougie, where's Norrie? Look at him, an alcoholic, and by crack, he's blown off his head with his salvation. Yeah. Praise the Lord, he is now. Praise the Lord, and this is, this is it. Because Jesus is so wonderful. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's, it's a... By you... Oh, I wish honestly, I just wish honestly that folks could come to know that this wonderful salvation. Yeah, I, often, I often say it, if I saw me walk... If before I was saved, I saw me walking down the street as I am now, I wouldn't know me. It's true. <laughs> It's true. When, 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 Henry say, when Henry says when, that Jesus takes you to the beauty parlour, he ain't kidding. It's true. It's true. I'm changed always round, I tell you. Bargum, I've, oh, I've been released from this. It's, my burden has rolled away. Praise God, and I'll tell you nothing, I don't want it back. Hallelujah. It's true, you know. I thank God that my burden has rolled away, and I'm free from this sin. And what's more, free to start really enjoying life. Because when you get saved, it's your ticket well, to happiness. <laughs> it's your ticket to happiness. By Christ, it is. When you get saved, that's when you first start to enjoy life. Hallelujah. It's true, though, isn't it? It is. And by God, it amazes me that something that happened 2,000 years ago can save a dirty, scruffy so-and-so like me. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. And I'll tell you this much. I know there's unsaved folks here tonight. I know there is. And I've got a message. Please, if you don't believe what I'm saying, if you don't believe that you can find true happiness through being saved, I just ask you one thing. Try it. Please try it. Please try it. You'll, you'll thank me for, for telling you that. Believe me, I can't thank Chris enough for showing me the way to the Lord. It's unbelievable. You just, it's beyond unsaved minds' comprehension. Before you save, you can't comprehend it. Just that this complete and total happiness. Please, I ask you, please try it. Please, it's, it's so wonderful. I mean, nobody wants anybody to miss out on what we've got. Praise God. You know, there's a lot, God bless them, you know, there's, there's a lot of church people who really go around miserable and they're known by what they don't do. But praise God, we're known, we're known, we're known for what we've got. And we've got real, true happiness. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. Um. Now, what more could you have than that? That's from a young man what's only come to the Lord recently. This works. He's never known religion, and he doesn't want to know it. That was a wonderful illustration of our church folk. They're known for what they don't do, but we're known for what we've got. That's true, brother. I've never heard it put like that before, but it's amen. 
It's true. Bless the Lord. This is a man's gospel. And I'll tell you, this gospel is going. In America, there's thousands of young men, hippies and lads and lasses, just the same as a lot more here tonight, just the same. And do you know that they've got the call the Jesus movement? Something's happened to them. It's tremendous. God is moving. They're giving up all the drugs and all these filthy things, and they're getting satisfied in Jesus. And that's a typical example there. And that's what's happening. And that's what we believe in. No religion. Set free in Jesus. A way of life. Different. Oh, that's the pattern. This is the pattern. This is what's going on. There's a young lad down there. He's only just come in. I wonder what he can do it. Duke, can you give a quick testimony? What God's done for you, my lad? Here you are. He's just come in. Here's a lad What was an alcoholic. Now, And this is a style, and there's other lads what's not here tonight, what's been delivered. Young blood coming into this. And they tell me this, that these young folk are bypassing the organised religious building, places. Bypassing the religious movement. They're coming into this. They won't have this stick and starchy business. They want life in Jesus. Here you are. How are you, lad? Have you still got it? Oh, yes. Bless you. Praise the Lord. Tell them what you think about all the... It's nice of you to say that I'm still nice and young. Bless I thought I was getting on a bit. Bless the Lord. Huh? No. no. Uh, yeah, praise the Lord. <laughs> well, we've got a wonderful saviour, I know that much. Bless the Lord. Well, folks, I, I gave my testimony the other night, but, um, you know, Jesus is just as real to me tonight as what he was the other night. Bless him. He saved my soul from a... a, 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 a from a, a terrible thing, and that was alcohol. You know, for many years I was a chronic alcoholic. Doctors had given me up for loss. They told my father that I would never be able to lead a normal life. But you know, today I can lead a normal life. I can drive a car, I can hold down a job, I can live normally. I can go and visit friends and be sober when I go into the homes. You know, this is wonderful. Because at one time in my life I couldn't even live from day to day without alcohol in my system. I couldn't go along life's path without booze to be my prop. But you know today Jesus is my prop. Because he came into my life one day in a little chapel where folk were talking about the love of God, the love of Jesus. And you know folks this is what the, these folks in America have found, all these young'uns. They ask God to come into the heart. They ask God to come into the lives. And you know, he revolutionized the lives. Drug addicts. They can't understand why drug addicts want, want to get together and they pray for one another. And they say, oh, come on, Lord, into this soul. Take, take over this soul. And Jesus does just that. And they have no more craving. Well, by gum, I know that they have no more craving because I've experienced this myself. It's wonderful what God can do, you know, in this day and age. He's just the same as what he was many years ago. There's a, there's a story in the Bible about Peter when he goes up to this, up to this gate and he, he tells this person, I haven't any silver or gold or cash to give you and there's this little chappy on the floor there, can't walk. But he says to him, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. 
And that lad's soul was saved, and he rose up and he walked, and he became whole. You know, not only physically whole, but spiritually whole as well. It's a wonderful thing, you know, when a man can be born again, when he can be given a new spirit, when he can be given a new life, a born-again experience. You know, this born-again experience is real. It's not something that's hairy-fairy or something that folk think up or or tend to believe that uh, we're fanatics because we talk about this. But it's something that's real because God can revolutionize a man or a woman's life. He can revolutionize a man or a woman's life to the degree that that he can take them out of the gutters of hell and put them into a place of ecstasy. You know, we've got a wonderful saviour tonight, folks, haven't we? I was in here last night, and I thought to myself, I was sitting over there, I thought to myself, you know, isn't it wonderful that we can be free to praise the Lord? That we can be free to tell him that we love him? You know, folks, we've got something to rejoice about, haven't we, tonight? We've got something really wonderful to rejoice about. God bless you. I love every one of you. Bless you, brother. You know, listen, you're giving a clap. Bless the Lord. It's about, uh, it's about 18 years ago that I met a young lady when I first started in the gospel on Mansfield Marketplace. And uh, she's here tonight. And you've never heard a testimony, but she's on fire for God and she's on fire for God now. Come on, Doreen. Yes, she is. Give her a clap. She's come from Barnsley. Well, I do praise God, friends, for the opportunity of being here tonight. I'm sure of one thing, that we're not here by chance tonight, that God hath ordained that we should be here. And I'm glad that God's chosen us. I'm glad that we're amongst the number. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I do praise God, friends, because God has done something real in me this week. For many years now, I've known the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. I thank God that I found him at an early age. But um, as Henry said, many years ago I came into the glory, but since then we've gone a long way from there. But praise God, through all our trials and tribulations, we've kept the glory of God in our soul. Hallelujah. I'm glad, friends, that we've got something that can overcome. Praise God. I'm glad tonight, friends, that we can be more than conquerors. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And friends, we could write a book of the things that have happened this week while we've been here in Fleetwood. It's not all been glory, friends, but hallelujah, we praise God because we've had something within us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I thank him for all that he's done and for all that he's going to do. May God bless every one of you. I do love you all in Jesus' name. Amen. Doreen. Where's that other Doreen? Down here, look. Down there. Where is she? Oh, do you mean Doreen Lion or Doreen Big Doreen? No, no, that's not Doreen. Another Doreen. Big Doreen. Why, she's here. Yes, <laughs> Bless you, Doreen. Praise the Lord. I do thank Jesus for what he has done for me. Because it's just wonderful, this satisfaction, this wonderful love, joy and peace. I do thank Jesus because I was a drug addict and I do thank him, you know. I couldn't find any peace anywhere. I used to give the 
take these drugs and drug myself and, you know, I used to go mad with pain. I couldn't bear the pain. Sometimes I used to roll up and down the floor in pain until I had another job. And, you know, I do thank Jesus. I do thank him for his wonderful love. You know, one day we're in this place and two young girls came and they said, Jesus is alive. And I said, oh, go away with you. Jesus is dead. He died. And but I do thank God because these words never left me. Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. And I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't rest. I had no peace. Jesus is alive. And I do thank God he's alive. Hallelujah. And I do praise him forever because I found Jesus as my saviour. And bless the Lord, the peace and the joy. Oh, glory. It's wonderful. Hallelujah. You know, you can't praise him enough. You can't thank him enough for what he's done for me. Oh, glory. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless his wonderful name. Glory. Hallelujah. Oh, he's wonderful. He's the all. Satisfy. Now we've got a couple of Jamaican over there. Come on, you in the red hat. Quick window. Come on, bless you. Give her a clap. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. There she is. Come on. There she is. Thank God there's no colour bar this way. We're all one in Jesus. That's the wonderful thing about it. Come on, Lord. Oh, bless her. Hallelujah. Oh, bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Ah, bless the Lord. Shall we all raise our hands, brother and sister? Bless the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Bless the Lord. There she is. Bless her. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way.
which thing in this now, my friends, brothers and sisters. You read the testimonies go forth how God has delivered young men and young women and brought deliverance in their lives. Now while we're singing this now, I would to God that everyone in this meeting would like the same experience and have had the same experience. Those who would like the experience and take Jesus into the heart, same as we heard these young men speaking, and those who have had the experience, we want you to raise your hands as we say, out thine own way, Lord. And each one of us, we say in our lives, that means everybody, all the young men in the meeting here, the real one, everybody, you just take Jesus into your heart now and say, have thine own way, Lord, and he'll revolutionize your life. Something wonderful happen. You take Jesus into your heart tonight. You'll have such a joy, such a peace. You won't understand it, but you'll really be thrilled with it. When Jesus comes in, he'll change your life. Have thine own way. Everybody raising their hands in the building. Have thine own way. taken from the scriptures where Amen. God told one of his prophets, was it Jeremiah or Ezekiel, to go down to the house of the potter. And he says, when you go down to this place where they're making these, uh, this pottery in this potter's house, he said, I'll show you something. And uh, this prophet went down to have a look and there he saw this man m making the pots on the potter's wheel. And as he made one of these vessels, it was marred in his hand. There was something wrong with it. It wasn't perfect. And the potter didn't just pass it off the wheel and use it and glaze it and fire it, but he uh, smashed it down and he took another lump of clay and made it all over again until he got a perfect vessel, something that was perfect. And, you know, God was trying to show his prophet that he would deal with the nation Israel like this. Not only the nation Israel, but with you and I, the lives of men and women. And you know, when we were created, when Adam was created, he was created in the image of God. Said so he was made in God's own image. He was a perfect being. And God planted him in a garden that was perfect in every way. And Amen. there was happiness and joy and 
peace and love. Hallelujah. And Adam walked and talked with God in the evening tide, and all was perfect. Then it says that sin, through Satan, entered into that garden and tempted Eve and tempted Adam to disobey God. And disobedience came in, and with sin and disobedience... That wonderful thing that God had made, that perfect vessel, that perfect life, that perfect man and woman, that perfect thing, it was marred. It was marred in the sight of God. Sin always mars. Sin and evil and wickedness always mars. But I thank God that God wrought a plan of redemption and he sent his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, the second Adam, who was made like unto himself and he was perfect in every point. You read in the Bible the life of Jesus. Everywhere he went, he was doing good. Everywhere he went, as we've heard tonight, he did the will of the Father which sent him. He was even obedient to the death of that cruel cross on Calvary where he laid down his life as the perfect man that you and I might be redeemed back to God. That that vessel that was marred in the potter's hand might be broken and made over anew by the power of God. And that's what you've been hearing tonight. You heard one called Douglas speaking how his life was marred by the sin of alcohol, by the evil of alcoholism. He couldn't live without the drink. He was in the gutter. He was in and out of hospital. He, he was, his life was wrecked. He could never drive a car again. He could never live normal again. You heard him say these words. But glory to God, when Amen. Jesus Christ came into his heart and life, yeah. he was transformed by the mighty power of God. We can't change ourselves no more than that vessel that was marred in the potter's hand could change itself and make it into a perfect vessel. We're just like lumps of clay. We can't change ourselves and deliver ourselves from sin and wicked habits and wickedness. But bless God, there's a higher power. There's a greater power. Amen. There's a wonderful Amen. Savior. There's a wonderful Hallelujah. potter. There's a wonderful God who loves mankind, who loves you. It says he loved us and he gave himself for us. Bless the Lord. That doesn't mean just one or two privileged ones. It means you tonight. It means you tonight and whatever sin is marring your life, whatever sin is laying hold on your young life and trying to destroy you, glory be to God, Amen. the Lord Jesus Christ Jesus. can come in and cleanse you from every sin and set you wonderfully free. Oh, his love is wonderful. Amen. He doesn't want any to be marred. He doesn't want any to be stained. Jesus. He doesn't want any to lie useless on the scrap heap of life. Glory to God. Amen. He wants you to be a vessel in the hand of God. He wants to take your young life and he wants to make you over Amen. anew and he wants to change Amen. you and he wants to transform you by his love and he wants to send you out to be a living witness Amen. to the power of God in this world today. Thank God he didn't leave me when I was a vessel marred in his hand but bless God he took a hand in my life and he took a hold of me and many others here and he got to work upon us by his wonderful spirit that's abroad in the world today and he changed and transformed that's why we're here tonight from every different background because we've been transformed by the potter 
by the divine potter. He's changed us and he's made us over again Amen. like we should be. Amen. Do you know, you and I were made in the image of God. We were meant to live a better, Amen. richer, fuller, Amen. more adventurous, Amen. purposeful life than ever we can live in this world outside of Jesus. Jesus. Won't you accept Hallelujah. this wonder-working Jesus into your heart tonight? Won't you say, well, I can't do it. I can't change myself. I'd love to be better. I'd love to be different. I'd love to be set free. I'd love to be filled with this love and this joy and this peace. I'd like to find it. Well, you can. It's free. It's free. Amen. All you need to Thank do you, is turn your faith Amen. loose in God and put your hands up while we sing this chorus. Have thine own way, Lord. In other words, let, stop living your own way and say, have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Thou art the potter. I'm only the clay. Take me and make me after thy will. While I am waiting, yielded and still. And you'll find like thousands upon thousands of men and women in the last 2,000 years have found when they did this and came to Jesus that he is able to do what he says he will do. He's not a dead God. He's a living Christ and he's able to transform from the uttermost to the uttermost the vilest offender who truly believes this moment from Jesus a pardon receives. It can be your night tonight to experience the miracle working power of God in salvation, in healing, in deliverance. Won't you sing with us, have thine own way, Lord, and turn your life over to him. It might be like a scrap heap. It might be like an old, broken down old vessel. But bless God, he can take of that and he can remake it by his wonder-working power. This is real. This is wonderful. This is what you need. While we sing this chorus, have thine own way, Lord. Come to Jesus tonight and let him take full control. Have thine own way. that I was willing to leave my seat and get down on my knees before a congregation like this and surrender my life to God. I believe this thing, this salvation, is worth having. It's worth coming for. And I believe the old-fashioned way. And I'm going to challenge you tonight and ask you, I've never done this before, but I'm going to ask you tonight, if you want to really accept Jesus, if you want to change life, if you want to find salvation through the blood of Jesus Christ, not just acting about, putting your hands up, but really meaning business. I want you to be a man, to be a woman, and to come down these aisles and kneel down on the front with others who will come and kneel. And men and women who have found this reality will pray with you. You've heard the testimony of one young woman that came for the first time to this meeting last night. She's been a changed woman. Her life has been transformed because she gave her heart to God. I'm going to ask you now, 
I'm, this is a family gathering. You're, you're, you're welcome here. Don't be afraid. We love you. We love one another. There's nothing to be frightened of. But if you mean business with God, you can come and kneel at the foot of the cross and get real old-fashioned salvation deep down in your heart. Be changed and transformed and be filled with the wonderful Spirit of God like these young men and these young hippies in America. Thousands upon thousands of them are coming to God, being baptised in the rivers and in the seas and coming back to God like old-fashioned days. You can come in Fleetwood tonight and get right with God. We throw out this challenge to you. It comes from my heart and from God's heart. He says, come unto me, all ye that are weary and sick of sin, and I will give you rest. Come to Jesus tonight and you can be changed while we sing, have thine own way, Lord. Won't you come? Won't you be a man? Won't you be a woman? And put Jesus to the test tonight in his precious name. Ah, thy Lord way.
can only read in your papers in these days men and women in positions of great authority are finding Jesus to be the only one that can meet their need. Young pop stars like Cliff Richard, people like Dora Bryan and these people, you hear their testimonies, our show business doesn't satisfy, but Jesus does. And you won't be alone because you'll be with thousands of others who are finding reality in Jesus. I can tell you tonight you'll never find it anywhere else. I tried in this old world of sin, but I didn't find satisfaction for my soul. But glory to God, I found true satisfaction when I found Jesus as my saviour. Come on, young man, young woman, don't hold back, don't hang back. You make a step forward, who knows? You might be the means of bringing somebody else too. Don't be afraid while we sing. I am coming, Lord, coming now to thee. Wash me, cleanse me in thy blood that flows on Calvary.
on your knees, anybody in the congregation. When we sing this coming home, you're not necessarily coming home, we know that. It doesn't just indicate you're backslidden just because you come or anything like that. If you want prayer, come and kneel because there's a wonderful anointing of the Spirit of God here tonight. Come in. Oh, Jesus. 